you. My name is John Paul Sanchez Moreno. Welcome to another episode of the STEM Innovations podcast series here at STEMI Youth Career Development Program. Today, we'll be discussing the significance of the Yellowstone National Park and the supervolcano it presides over. You may have heard of the Yellowstone supervolcano, or at least the Yellowstone National Park, before as it is one of the most famous national parks in all of the U.S. It is known for its variety of American animals and plants and its expanse. It covers an area of almost 3,500 square miles at an average of 8,000 feet above sea level between Wyoming, Montana, and Idaho. To put that in perspective, that makes the park larger than Rhode Island and Delaware by land area. Before we get into the specifics of the supervolcano, though, we should provide a little bit more context as to why you might have heard about the park. The U.S. declared it was a national park in 1872, and it earned the United Nations World Heritage Site Award in 1978. It's been recognized by a lot of people everywhere. Yellowstone gained this status because it is a big chunk of the largest of Earth's northern temperate ecosystems that's still nearly intact. In terms of its ecosystem, it's home to 60 species of mammals, including famous ones such as bison, wolves, bears, and elk. This is not to mention the thousands of species of plants that thrive in the park. One estimate puts the species of trees and other plants at a little under 70,000. This park contains several biomes, although there are two main ones. Most of the park, about 80%, is covered in forests, while the rest is mainly grasslands. Lodgepole pines make up most of the forests, but many other variety of trees can be found scattered around the park in smaller groves. Yellowstone also includes dozens of flowering plants including some that are rare and native to the Yellowstone area. The Yellowstone San Verbena is one example of a flower that is endemic to the national park, meaning that not only is it indigenous to that area, but it can only be found there in the wild. Yellowstone contains lakes, mountains, rivers, waterfalls, canyons, and geysers. The biggest lake in the park is the Yellowstone Lake, covering 136 square miles and reaching depths of almost 400 feet. It actually rests atop the Yellowstone supervolcano itself, meaning that this lake ha actually happens to be around 7,800 feet above sea level. One last thing that Yellowstone is famous for is that it is extremely geologically active. Over half of the world's geysers and other hydrothermal vents are located in Yellowstone, around the supervolcano. Old Faithful is one of these geysers, and it erupts every 60 to 90 minutes. It is one of various sightseeing attractions in the park. On the topic of tourism, Yellowstone attracts millions of visitors every year, with an average around 2 million each year. But some years it can get up to 3 or 4 million visitors. Uh, the National Park Service keeps visitor centers and museums, and people come to go camping, too. Although, even though we're going to go into the supervolcano, there's one more thing that should be mentioned about the park, and that's the park's effect under climate change. Yellowstone's climate has always been pretty extreme, but in recent years, it has been harder for the Park Service to control different areas of the park. For example, the park experienced record-level rainfall in June of 2022. 
resulting in an evacuation of the park and damages to roads and bridges and power outages from flood flooding. Also, seasons can come in earlier or later than scheduled, which isn't so bad right now, but may worsen as time goes on. Additionally, you might hear about forest fires in the news all the time and how climate change is seriously affecting habitats all around the world. Yellowstone, however, has always had natural forest fires. In fact, the Park Service has three lookout towers where firefighters monitor the park's forest and do other things like doing controlled burns to limit the spread of forest fires. Trees in these fire-prone areas have actually evolved to use the fire to their benefit. The most common tree in the park, the lodgepole pine, has resin-covered seeds that disperse when the fire melts the resin away. Also, some trees regrow just fine from fires because their roots are insulated in the soil. And now onto the geology. The Yellowstone National Park is truly a geolog geological wonder. At its core, Yellowstone sits atop an active volcano. This hotspot has been known for colossal eruptions over the past 2.1 million years. The most recent, recent was 640,000 years ago. In fact, these eruptions were so powerful that they shaped the landscape and impacted the climate around it. Deep under the volcano lies a magma chamber, which is also responsible for the formation of the well-known Yellowstone caldera. This caldera, which is formed when ground collapses during a large eruption, is like a massive 30-mile-wide sinkhole. And within this caldera is home to the Grand Prismatic Spring. This is the largest hot spring in the United States, and the third largest worldwide. It is known for its striking rainbow colors. Its deep blue center is then wrapped along the edges with colorful hues of green, yellow, and orange reds. These vibrant colors are due to the thermophilic bacteria. The further away from the center, the lower the temperature gets, but the center blue is too hot to support any life. So each different color supports a different type of thermophile that produces those distinct colors. And on top of the millions of tourists Yellowstone brings in each year, the park also attracts teams of scientists and researchers who come to study the landscape. One of these phenomenons is Old Faithful, located in the southwest of Yellowstone Park. During its shows, it blasts out thousands of gallons of boiling hot water reaching heights up to 180 feet. That's the height of a 18-story tall building. So how is this possible? Underneath the Old Faithful is a reservoir that is slowly filled by rainwater and is heated by the hot rocks, which takes around 60 to 90 minutes. Soon, some water escapes through a tiny five-inch wide slot, dropping the pressure in the water chamber. Thousands of gallons of water are turned into steam and is instantly blasted into the air. Yellowstone also sits on top of drifting tectonic plates. This combined with the underground geothermal movements means there are many earthquakes. Typically, Yellowstone experiences 1,000 to 3,000 earthquakes annually, but the magnitude is so small that visitors don't even feel them. However, one significant earthquake at Hebgen Lake in 1959 tragically claimed 28 lives. The earthquakes are interconnected with the geothermal activities, including the geysers, mud pots, and fumaroles. 
the earthquakes can result in change in the eruption intervals and te uh, temperatures. A popular concern and speculation is about the next super eruption from Yellowstone caldera or the next big earthquake. The seismic and volcanic activities of Yellowstone are constantly being monitored by scientists who believe we are not in any imminent threat of either activity. The chances of having a supervolcano eruption are less likely than getting struck by a lightning, and the next earthquakes are predicted to be very small. With all this talk about eruptions, fires, and earthquakes, Yellowstone seems like such a dangerous place. Yellowstone does offer incredible natural beauty from its animals to its landscape, but is also evidence that the earth is still constantly changing. Therefore, as a visitor, to maintain safety, there are a few guidelines you should follow. First of all, stay on the designated paths and boardwalks. These are to ensure that visitors don't fall into the boiling mud pots and hot springs. Swimming or soaking in them are forbidden. Next, be aware of wildlife. These animals are not meant to be touched or fed. Always keep at least 25 yards away. While driving, make sure to obey speed limits and animal signs, especially when it's dark. If you plan to go camp in the park, only camp in designated areas and keep your campsite clean to avoid attracting wildlife. Hiking is also a very popular activity. And with Yellowstone's high elevations and unpredictable weather, Make sure you are dressed appropriately, drink plenty of water, and bring snacks along the way. Stay on the hiking trails, and stay alert for any bears or wolves in your presence. Remember, Yellowstone National Park is a wild environment, and it demands respect. When planning your next trip to Yellowstone, make sure to follow safety guidelines and be aware of your surroundings to ensure a safe and enjoyable visit to this national treasure. Thank you for listening to our podcast on the Yellowstone National Park. This is Valerie. This is Jean-Paul. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode in our STEM innovation series. See you next time.